The Tim and Tony podcast is brought to you by Tim. Why do you use bucked up? Uh, because Tony, everybody needs a little help in their life. I found out a few years ago um, that I needed that extra push to actually do my workouts at the level that I wanted to be doing them at and to get the results that I wanted to out of working out. And so, you know, one of the most frustrating things is when you're hitting the gym as hard as, as your body will allow you to, and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Uh, these supplements will really help you uh, get to that next level, get to that next step and push you uh, to hopefully reach your goals. So that's why I use it. Fucked up. It tastes fantastic and it helps you work out. Get it, use it. We have a promo code, right? We do. Uh, promo code. Very easy to remember. Uh, it's T and T 20. Get 20% off your bucked up order. They have supplements, every single one you can think of shirts, hats, fucking joggers, anything you could possibly want. They've got it. T and T joggers, T and T 20. Get 20% off your entire order today online, buckedup.com. T A N D T 20. Tony, before we had this podcast and we received this next wonderful sponsor, we both struggled with our fashion game, specifically and especially our gym fashion game, which is an underrated part of going to the gym. Yes. Please tell the people how they can get more excited about going to the gym and what company they can go to buy uh, some stuff that'll make them feel better. So what's great is, wow, interesting. We're keeping that in. So, so, so. So, all you got to do is go to TitleWear.com because what you're going to find there is you're going to find some of those comfortable and flattering, might I add, gym wear on the market. They got, they, they, they got hoodies. They got sleeveless hoodies. They got tank tops. They got T-shirts. They got shorts. They've got compression pants, and they've got sports bras. They've got leggings. They've got all of it. It's fantastic. The quality is amazing. It's made for workouts, so they're durable. And it's just plain comfortable. So, Tim, what's that promo code? Very easy to remember. It is T and T15. That's T A N D T15. That's 15% off your entire order. You can order one thing, you can order 13 things. In order 100 fucking things, it's 15% off the entire order at title.com. Um, and if you want to order 100 fucking things, you do it and you do it with the promo code T A N D T 15. Tim, do you care about sustainability? I do. Do you care about comfort? I very much do. Do you care about style? A little bit. Do you care about just looking good? I really do. I really do care about all those things. I didn't mean to put sustainability. It feels like I put sustainability a little lower on that list than I should have. It but I care about like those it. things deeply. And in fact, sustainability is actually one of the best parts about what I'm about to talk about. Allbirds, they make incredible shoes. They make incredible clothing. They make incredible socks. Tell us about it, Tim. 
Welcome to the program, Alberts. We're happy to have you on board. Absolutely. Uh, these are, no exaggeration, the most comfortable fucking shoes I have ever worn in my entire life. And you, don't actually, and you don't have to just wear them when you're having sex. That's right. That's right. Um, I can't believe we just put that in an ad. Um, <laughs> they look great. They feel better. And they're good for the planet. Uh, go to, we're going to, uh, this is a little bit different than we've done in the other ones. We're yep. going to attach the link to go to Allbirds where you can pick up not only a pair of shoes, pair of, uh, a shirt. Uh, they're making joggers. They've got shorts, whatever you want. You buy anything on the store, you get a free pair of socks with it on us. Uh, if you do go to the store and buy some Allbirds, please use the link that's in the description of this podcast. Yes, and they don't do deals like this. This is like the only one out there. Like this is the one deal. So that's what we're bringing to you guys. You should do it. Get the stuff because it's a great company and they make great stuff. So, Tim, we're recording on December 30th. So Christmas is just a couple days away. Um, normally, this is where I would ask, you know, what was your favorite gift that you got? But no, that's too easy. What was the weirdest gift you got on Christmas? The weirdest gift I got? Yeah. And you can go ahead and shout out who gave it to you. <laughs> See, this is why we don't run the cold opens by each other, because... If I wasn't already recording, I would have told you no on this one. Exactly. Uh, so I have not uh, seen my family as of yet. And so I have not gotten the majority of the gifts that I'm going to be receiving. But, 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 but I did receive uh, some gifts. Do tell. I, uh, in a white elephant this year, mm. I got a calendar. Uh, it's a daily calendar of dogs shitting <laughs> in scenic uh, backgrounds. So I can't say that someone like intended to give that to me, but I did end up with it in a white elephant. So I feel like that's pretty weird. So, so wait a minute. Okay. So let's unpack that. So it's a daily calendar. It's not just like a monthly calendar. It's a no. daily calendar. So it's like every day you flip it. It's a dog shitting in a different scenic area. So it's like what? Eight, nine inches thick. Uh-huh. It's a huge thing. Okay. Of just and dogs taking a shit. Like, are we talking like mountain cliffs? Are we talking like by the beach? What are we talking? I'm about? pretty sure the first one is like on a beach in Malibu somewhere. <laughs> and they're just out there taking a dump. Are there like inspirational quotes? No, no. See that you don't need that. Like, cause you know what it is. That's the thing is like, it doesn't need, it's funny enough. It speaks for itself. Resipsa. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thing speaks for itself. Wow. Um, it's, you know, when you get a gift like that, that the person thinks <laughs> of you like an adequate amount. Like they don't think too high. They don't think too low of you. That's who you are. And on that note, Owls Monroe, please just get us out of this topic and play us in.
So, Tim, are we doing a movie today? No, I've just got to say, we've had some bad cold opens. <laughs> like, you know, one of the biggest challenges with having a podcast like this is promoting it effectively and, and getting people to listen. And some of our cold opens are just like two minutes of complete bullshit. <laughs> like when I see the stats that like people get past that initial period on our, our little. It's, uh, it's a blessing. I'm like, wow, good for you. Like, ser- like what the fuck are y'all doing out there that you hear that <laughs> and you're like, yes, yes, daddy, give me more. Um, I don't understand. Which, by people. the way, Jordan, shout out. Thanks for listening. Yeah, shout out to Jordan. Mm. So today, there are several movies out that we could do today. Yeah. But, but Tim been- hasn't seen any of them, so we can't do it. It's been a while since I've had the cathartic uh release yep. yep of getting to talk about what's going on in the world of united states politics oh jesus okay we don't do a lot of world politics on this show as we don't yet, no because i'm i'm too focused on how fucked up my own country is for now yeah for now so here's the deal i think this I is think, i i think for this we need like a pti like rundown yeah, we do. We do need like a little like menu going. To, Chris, can you please get to work on that or something? Yeah, yeah Jesus. Chris. Like, my God, paying you the paying big you bucks, like buddy. zero dollars an hour. So like, <laughs> the hell's going on over there? Um, the first thing I want to talk about though is a lot of uh, liberals are taking glee in the fact that uh, Trump, after he said he got the booster and recommended people get vaccinated, that he got booed. Um, yeah. The joke's already been made. Uh, he may not. He may be able to go shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, but he can't encourage his supporters to do the exact opposite of what his sycophants and deputies have been encouraging people to do. Well, no, he can um, he, he can be a proponent for people getting shot, but he can't be a proponent for people getting a shot. So I, like many of you, have enjoyed the Alex Jones rant saying <laughs> that we have Trump now. Um, I'm just saying, I, you know what, 2022, it's already starting to change shit. I guess we've got Donald Trump on our team. I, I, you know, I didn't have that. I did not have that. No, I hate to be the guy that shits on people's parades, but, uh, I mean, we've kind of seen this. I mean, I want to say it was in 2018 when we had the government shutdown. It was the longest government shutdown in history and it was over funding for the border wall. Um, and at the end of it, he didn't get it. And he went back to his supporters and pretended that he did. And And then asked for donations to pay for it. And then, yeah. And then he asked donations from his supporters to pay for it and they were cool with it and they actually did it. So here's the deal. Like people act like, oh, like his supporters are starting to get onto him. No, it doesn't. You've got to realize that they don't support him for any particular policy other than they feel like he's a quote unquote voice of the silent majority. That's it. End of story. That's the only thing that they like about him. They don't care about a single policy. Don't let them confuse you. Otherwise his most ardent supporters don't give a shit about this. They're going to brush it under the rug. They're going to still not get vaccinated and they're going to prolong this pandemic months and months and months. That being said, um, I've been begging him to just do what he does best and take credit for what other people have done. Yep. <laughs> and just 
come out in front of a mic and take credit for it because I, um, I think you're in lockstep with this. I do not give a fuck who gets credit for getting us out of this thing. I just not anymore. Not anymore. I just want it to be I, over. Th- there was, you know, I there was one point, uh, many many months ago, many years ago now. Um, that I did care about who got the credit for X, Y, Z, um, because we hadn't been in it quite long enough. Right. Um, that probably waned about six months in. Mm-hmm. And now I just want it to be over. Now I just don't really care how we do it. I just want to step done. Like, okay, you need me to get basically. We're, we're not going to be one of the podcasts that like you know starts opining on medical literature here's what i'm gonna say no. the medical experts the professionals that we have say certain things i'm gonna go ahead and listen to them um if it just so happens that donald trump starts echoing what those experts and professionals are saying then listen to him if that's it, it if that's what ends up convincing people to get it, great, awesome, wonderful. Um, sure. Listen to Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, could they get Clint Eastwood out there, too? Like to yell at movies? a chair? No, I mean, yell at anything. Oh, okay. I don't care. Sorry. Just, Sorry. Can, we, can we get Clint Eastwood? Can we get uh, John Cena? Folks? Just anybody. I don't even care. Like, just get the most famous conservative people out there to do this. Like, it was so funny early on in this process. They were like, so we're having a, an event with Beyonce where we're going to, and Joe Biden, and we're going to encourage people to get vaccinated. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, the people you, who you know, like, are going to watch this don't have a problem with getting vaccinated. Hold on. So <clears throat> I think if you were to look at different celebrities, different entertainers, and if you were to look at the vaccination percentage of their fan base, I think Beyonce. Now, I, you know, this is just for the moment. I think Beyonce would be in the top ten oh, of, the highest. Yeah, of vaccinated mean, fan bases. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's way way up there. I would guess because, you know, my my biggest thing from the beginning is like. A lot of these uh, country music stars should really come out and be more forceful with their activism for the vaccine. Uh, Luke Combs is, has I was been, just I was just gonna say has been pretty ardent about it, but the yeah. rest of them have been pretty quiet. Yeah, and so you know I, I'm not someone who believes that celebrity endorsement is everything, but I don't believe that people sitting in rural Virginia are going to turn on their TVs to watch a concert with Beyonce and Joe Biden. <laughs> like, I, I think that's a waste of time. I think the most effective mouthpiece that could be used <clears throat> at this point, given what we know about who is vaccinated and who is not vaccinated. Um, you know what? <clears throat> if Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly want to keep doing their, uh, I've dubbed it Antiques Roadshow, and I very much very very much enjoyed uh being able to say that in mixed public and see the people seats that are available yeah seats are available i don't know if you've um, seen the articles but these things are like they're having to like uh, rope off 
like multiple yeah. sections of the stadiums they're in because they booked two larger venues for this bullshit. They're having to treat their venues as though they're the Oakland Athletics or the Marlins, where they're just tarping off whole sections just to make it look less embarrassing. Um, but yeah, Antiques Roadshow, I, I, I very much enjoy that one. Um, but no, I mean, if if people like Donald Trump, if people like Bill O'Reilly, if people like, this will never happen, but if people like Tucker Carlson, if those types of people would start saying, you know, I'm vaccinated, you do what you want, just that, as opposed to fear-mongering about stuff, again, I'm not going to not gonna launch into it, but you just start fear-mongering about everything. Um, and instead, you just talk about what's the fact. Just, hey, here's what these medical institutions are saying. I'm vaccinated. You know, I'm perfectly comfortable saying I've, I'm getting my booster actually today. Which so, all... We know that all on-air talent at Fox News is, by the way. So if you could just say that and then move on. I'm not, you know, it, it, it gets dangerous once you start, like, trying to interpret statistics. That's why we don't do it. Um, the fact of the matter is, is I'm vaccinated. So, you know, it... I think it would help, but at this point, it's the cat's sort of out of the bag. Yeah, and they're they're trying to they're trying to do what they've been trying to do from the beginning, which is ride the tiger. Right. Okay. They're like, we've got this giant tiger uh, who's just running around killing shit, and we're gonna try to ride it for our own benefit. And that's not what that's you can't do that. You've already encouraged these people enough. You could. Because or like start. the fame, or, or like the famous John Mulaney uh, bit. There's a horse loose in a hospital, and they're trying yeah, like to it. just deal with it as opposed to just get the fucking thing out of the hospital. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's already done. I think I think if Carlson came out tomorrow and admitted that he was vaccinated, which there's a lot of reports that we believe he is, especially since Fox News has a vaccine mandate um, at their <laughs> headquarters. I would imagine that he's at, vaccinated at the mothership. Um, we know um, that several of Fox executives were among the first people to get vaccines. So, I mean, hey, we're, com we're, we're comfortable with saying we here at the Tim and Tony podcast have a vaccine mandate. That's why Chris, yeah, we uh, do. Cr that's why Chris had to get it. He wasn't happy about it. No, I'm just kidding, yeah. Chris. <laughs> I think, I think, I, I, I actually think he was before he got it before either of us did. But that's not the point. The point is, is there's a lot of people that are fear-mongering and being negative about the stuff when they themselves and their employer um, are doing basically what everybody else is doing because it just makes sense. The point is, is that these, no one has more contempt for Republican voters <laughs> than Fox News talent because the vaccine's good enough for them and their family. But they know that they can rile you up against it. Yep. And they know that they can maintain control and maintain their position as the number one cable news channel in America by appealing to certain people's preconceived notions about science. They're not only having their cake, but they're cutting it up into nice little slices 
They're putting them into very nice serving plates, very nice flatware, sitting down around you know a table, uh, maybe with even a fire, um, with some nice music, and then they're eating that cake. They're having it too, because that's kind of how their business model is. And it, it, by the way, you know, money, money, money. I don't. It, as we've said multiple times before, if given the opportunity to make that much money, I don't know what I would do. So, you know, such is life, but that's just the facts. Um, in other news, in other just cheery news, um, what every single progressive in Congress was assuming was going to happen <laughs> turns out is exactly what happened. What am I talking about, Tim? Yeah, so there's. I've had a lot of moments on this podcast where I seem clairvoyant and I'm able <laughs> to predict things happening before they do. Yeah. One of our first podcasts was on what the fuck is wrong with Zion Williamson. <laughs> um, I had a lot of good moments over the years, but... You know what? That's, that, that, that's actually good. I haven't thought about that in a while because now his cards are trading for what? Like 90 bucks? We were really early on. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's something weird here. Just, there's just a lot of weird stuff. The way he's making decisions just doesn't quite add up for someone who we're expecting to be um, yeah. LeBron, basically. Yeah, exactly. And that's all we were saying. And look where we are now. Um, in the wake of the Virginia loss, a lot of people, myself included, were like, we did this to ourselves. Yep. by not passing anything. Yep. And so it then became a rush to pass something as soon as you could. When even at the time I said, look, we need to start getting shit done. This is ridiculous. But I didn't say jam through infrastructure at the expense of BBB. I said that if the infrastructure bill was going to a vote, it would be a bad look for progressives, which they did inevitably, to not vote for it. I think that's a bad look for us. Um, what I didn't count on is them being 100% correct that all of the Democratic leadership was essentially lying, saying that they know Chuck Schumer promised three different deadlines. And the most recent one was Christmas. That BBB is going to get passed, but infrastructure, we need to get this through now uh, to show that we're doing something definitively. And I believe that was before Thanksgiving. So they were right, um, Mansion. Yep. Because what we understand is, and again, these, I one of the things I hate about political reportings is that it's all off the record and aides of aides that are giving quotes to like uh, different news publications. But yeah, what we it, know is, in is a couple, cinema, well, hold on, in a couple of years, we're gonna start be giving out quotes because it's so down, so far down the ladder. It's just yeah. like some some like local state <clears throat> congressperson <laughs> is telling <Yeah>. us shit. <laughs> right. I mean, from what we understand is that cinema um, has been very upfront with her problems with it. Her problems yeah. are ridiculous. Her but... problems are I don't want to tax rich people and I don't want to reduce prescription drug prices. The devil you know. But she's been upfront about it 
And then yeah. what we know about Manchin is it's like it depends on which side of the bed he wakes up on that day. And what it eventually ended up being is I'm not passing this thing because the 1.75 does not factor in that these programs will be likely renewed for 10 years. So uh, a couple things with that. I have so many things on this, <laughs> but, a, but a couple things on that. Right. Number one, if you want to ensure that you're the party in charge, making sure these bills either get renewed or don't get renewed, you should probably get this thing passed. Otherwise, you are going to be in the minority. And then you're leaving it up to them, whether they want to take credit for it or not. Um, the second thing, your excuse about, I don't want to leave all of this debt to my grandchildren. Let me tell you a couple things that I don't want to leave to my non-existent children. Uh, a climate crisis, childhood well, poverty. Well, well. Um, I mean, oh, insulin being 10 times more expensive here than anywhere else, uh, in the world. Yeah. Um, private health insurance, taking advantage of individuals, social security, not existing. Those are the things that I don't want to pass on to my children. So, not some... but, but here's the thing. There are ways to walk and chew gum at the same time. We don't have to pick one. We don't have to pick liberal policies and or lower the deficit. There are ways to do it. It's just yes. that we won't. And apparently we won't do either. So really saying that we could do both is a moot point because we won't do either. But there are ways to do both. We just have to cut certain things. We would have to cut military spending, or I mean, more broadly, defense spending. But military spending obviously makes up is part of defense spending. Um, we would need to close corporate tax loopholes. We would need to close billionaire tax loopholes. We would need to do certain things in order to find the money. Because what we're currently doing right now is we're being a prisoner of thinking that certain things are static. We, If we pass all these programs, that means we're going to add to the deficit. That's not necessarily true if you do it right. But we have not enough people in Congress to make that happen. Like the, the estimated economic, just even just the estimated economic impact of $50,000 student loan forgiveness. Some models have it by decreasing the deficit by a few trillion. I don't know. Seem that it's, what, what, what we know is right now is not working. <laughs> what we know is right now we're going the wrong way. And so if, if you're one of those people that are worried about that, which you're not irrational, for thinking that um and some economists would say that you're focusing on the most important thing so who knows but there are ways to do both things it's just that we are incapable of doing either so really i'm just gonna leave it at that because unless we start doing one of them it's kind of a moot point um no you know you're right because it's one of the biggest things that we've always been uh, proponents of over here is it's like 
no, there can't, you do need to find the pay force. Yeah. You do you, like this stuff does have to be paid for in a reasonable manner. Um, the way yeah. that you do that in my opinion, you can do it a number of ways. You can raise taxes on everybody because again, the, the government raises revenue through only a few sources. So you can raise taxes on everybody, which is actually the easiest thing to do because poor people can't get out of taxes as easily as rich people can. So you do generate more revenue that way. The more equitable way to do it and the way that we've been saying to do it for years is our tax bracket system is fucked up and doesn't take into account there are people making gross sums of money every year that don't get reported under our modern tax code. Taxing those individuals is how we've been proposing to pay for all of these things for many years. Cinema and mansion, but cinema very specifically is against those provisions because nobody knows. So I was, you know, what the kids call doom scrolling, I believe on, uh, on Twitter, is that the phrase now? I think that's what old people call it, actually. Oh, I think that's oh. what old people refer to child to children's uh, Twitter scrolling activity as. Oh, well, I think I just uh, I think I just told you on just myself. Dated yourself. Yeah, I think yeah. I just told on myself. But you know, whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, I am on the other side of twenty five now, so you are. It's it's all just downhill from here. Um. <laughs> um was going through the Twitter sphere or the Twitterverse, which now has a whole new meaning. Um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I uh, I saw this this uh, exchange between mm. a blue check and a non-blue check. That blue check mm. being Elon Musk, and mm. that non-blue check being just a non-blue check. Um, bragging my burner accounts. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully bragging that i believe the number was two billion is what he paid in taxes he said he's allegedly going to pay 11 this year on its face though two billion that's nice until you realize how much money the man is worth and how much money the man takes in in a year and you actually do the calculations where he pays far less far less far less far less of a percentage than the average person. The average person pays in the 30% of their income. Tim, how if we can get research as to how uh, much Elon Musk is currently worth <clears throat> and takes in a, in a given year, specifically this past year, since I'm pretty sure he's like quadrupled his uh, net, net worth. Um, yeah, I mean his net worth is around 260 billion right now. Okay. So, so not really all that close. <laughs> not not like yeah, 2 billion it's a shocking number. But when you really nail down how much the man's worth, how much the man makes, if he actually paid it. If he actually paid way. it. Yeah. Which I believe maybe the sticker price was that. But. We're still not talking about him. If for all of us that are hoping that everyone's even just paying the same percentage of taxes, which by the way, you and I are, I think I'm, I, I think it's okay if I speak for you, we are comfortable with far, far wealthier people uh, in this country, say the top 1% of, uh, 
uh, paying a higher percentage, but that we're not, we're not even talking about that. The same percentage, if we had a flat tax rate, Elon Musk isn't even hitting that point. So when he goes out and posts that stuff and then you get the, you know, college frat dudes that are saying like, no, see, he just worked hard for it. And like, you know, that we're going to punish him. No, we're not. This is not a punishment. This is just an equitable solution. This is an attempted equitable solution to a problem that, by the way, those very same people are very worried about. It tends to be that the people that are worried about wealthier people being taxed are also the same people that are worried about the deficit. So you know what's not going to happen? We're not going to cut off. We're not going to cut the deficit by taxing you and I. Like, go ahead. Like, my banking information, by the way, if someone ever hacked it, go nuts, dude. (laughs) Go nuts. You're going to be, you're just going to be laughing. Or better yet, hack into my student loan uh, page. Go ahead, man. You just, just go ahead. It's not going to do much. If you want to make a payment, you go right ahead. But the point is, is that taxing people like us or taxing people even that make considerably more than us, it's not going to make that much of a difference in the grand scheme of, I believe it's at 17 trillion now. Uh, It's 22. 22 trillion. So there's going to have to be some drastic changes. If if your goal is to pay that down, there's going to have to be some drastic changes at some high levels of income. There's just going to have to be because you can only tax lower brackets and middle-level brackets at a certain point that it's going to make a dent. And I mean, there's a lot of people that argue that um, based on percentage of net worth that we're already overtaxing, even with the recent tax cuts that are set to expire uh, this upcoming tax year, um, we're still taxing middle and lower class people above that, which is economically feasible. And that's because the way our, we have a private jet uh, tax write-off loophole. Okay. Like what? What point could there possibly be to having that? Okay, like you, you've really got to start like asking, like when people think about raising taxes, they always think that I'm talking about their, their rich dentist uncle or something who has a vacation home. And that's not what I'm talking about at all. Like there are 10 families in this country that own a third of the wealth. That is crazy. That is actually insane that we allow that to exist. I remember growing up um, and being in school with very conservative professors who was like, the problem with other countries is that the majority of the wealth is concentrated in a select few who keep it from the rest of them. And that keeps the country poor. It's like, well, well but you know what we're the difference well is? on our way. We're well on our way to but you, doing that exact same thing. In their mind, though, the difference I would imagine, and the only difference that I can really see um, is that the thought is, well, in those countries, the money is just given to them because they're either part of royalty or whatever. In this country, these people work for it. It's like, okay. Yeah, we're past okay. that though. It's to the point now where that money is going to be in those hands and it's going to be in like the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh generation of hands. The fucking Walmart family. Okay. It's, like- it's not... 
we're past the point like elon musk as much as people you know I, he's excuse me what was that the walton family <clears throat> walmart yes that's what i was trying to say like yeah they're on multiple generations yeah they are royalty you know, we can. Elon Musk is an easy target for this stuff because his numbers are well known and he's very online and all that stuff. Um, and by the way, Elon, please, uh, I know you're not listening, but maybe if your Neuralink uh, pings every single time your name is mentioned on some internet uh, uh, internet source, um, if now you're tuning in. Um, we're just asking you to please pay the same percentage of taxes that everybody else does. Um, and then we can have a substantive conversation about what number the super wealthy of this country should pay. Then we can have that conversation. It's like what I was talking about before. We're, we can't do either. So I'm not really going to waste a lot of time talking about both. We need to get to where we're all at the flat rate first before we start talking about the, the, uh, benefits of a progressive tax system, which we technically have, but we don't. We have essentially a regressive tax system currently with all the loopholes that you can use, like private jet. So, pay, you know, yeah, I mean, I pay a higher percentage of my income every year than billionaires do. Yeah. I mean, I paid more taxes last year as a law school student uh, than Netflix. You, you can't tell me that system's working. You can't tell me that's a functional system like that. Because by the way, it's not it's not working. <laughs> that, what we have right now is not working. It's like you can you can sit there all you want and be like, I don't want to tax people's success, but you've actually got to look at what's going on. Okay. Like you pay every everybody who's listening to this podcast right now paid more taxes than Amazon and Jeff Bezos combined last year. Like just process that for a half a second and you'll realize that's fucked up. And they made more in the time that it, that it took for you to say that. Just in that time, they made more individually than you and I probably made will make combined in the next year. And by the way, there is zero chance that you are ever going to be Jeff Bezos. Like, that's the other thing. Even if you make a million dollars a year, you'll still never have the tax benefits of someone like that. You won't even be close. Yeah. Do you does, do you understand that? Like, if you like most people, including myself, if I made two hundred thousand dollars in a year, I would bathe myself in money. I really would. <laughs> I would take a bath in one dollar bills. Paper cuts be damned. You would not even have a fraction of a percent of what Jeff Bezos makes in a year. You wouldn't be close. And by the way, the government wouldn't want to, ins quote unquote, incentivize you anywhere near the same level that he does. You wouldn't have the same tax loopholes available to you. You're still going to be paying a lot in taxes. You'll be paying a lot more in taxes than Jeff Bezos was as you make more money. So all these people that are doing really well out in the country, I don't understand how it doesn't piss them the fuck off. <laughs> that like, um, really, they're the ones that are funding most of us. Because if you're making between a hundred and uh, $500,000 a year, give or take, you're the ones that are paying for most of this garbage. Instead of alleviating that tax burden on you and taxing the 1% or the top fraction of 1%, which we know for a fact will help with the deficit and help with inflation and help with all these other things. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm sick and tired of waiting for this to trickle down 
Wages have not gone up indexed to inflation in 30 years. House prices are rising very quickly, which means similar to what happened in 2008, these houses are debt, they're not assets. So we're just, we're setting up the same ticking time bomb to happen again, in which I'm going to have to watch what happened during the pandemic, which is throw billions of dollars at the people. And in the pandemic, I'm not going to say companies were responsible for it, but I'm saying like, when this thing hits the fan, it won't be you and I getting bailed out. Okay. It'll be the banks. It'll be big business. It'll be Amazon. It'll be Apple. It'll be all these companies and they still won't pay you more. Yeah. So for what it's worth, uh, at the beginning of 2020, so before the pandemic, Elon Musk's uh, net worth was $27.2 billion roughly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In one day, this last year, in one day, Elon Musk was up $25 billion. He is now the richest individual in the world. $25 billion with a B, with a capital B in a day. Now, again, the tech bros are saying, no, he didn't make that much in like cash. He... If you need, okay. if, you're, <laughs> if you're the person that feels the need to make that distinction, you're missing the point. Respectfully, you're missing the point because what are we I'm talking sorry. about? Yeah, it's, it's like, what, what, okay. what, 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 what's your point? Oh, so he, oh, yeah, excuse me. He doesn't have that in cash. He has part of that in like stock options. My God. Congratulations. It's still his. Yeah. Like, and by the way, the stock option manipulation market, then it can sometimes be untaxed if you have a good enough tax lawyer. So, you know, it's, you keep unraveling the ball of tape or whatever the hell the saying is. The closer you get to the core of it, the more you understand that it's circular. The more you understand that no matter what you say, it's just to distract from the fact. What we're talking about is someone that is filthy, 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 filthy rich. Not like like your friend who owns a second house. Exactly. What we're talking about is someone who actually went and asked, hey, you said ending world hunger would cost eight billion. And if you sh- plan. if you show me the plan, I will give you the money. And he did. was serious. Yeah, and they showed him the plan, and we're still waiting. We're talking about people that billions of dollars could be spent in cash, by the way. And their life would be unimpacted. In fact, they public opinion, notice. public opinion of Elon Musk would probably go very much up, which it should, by the way, if he just cashed, if he cash paid $8 billion to end world hunger. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd say he earned what, six months uh, from us uh, not talking about him being taxed six months. Is that fair? Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> but guys. the benefit, but the benefit that he would get from doing that, it's so it is self-serving in a way. But again, Elon, again, if Neuralink is connected, just do it, <laughs> please, please just do it. Who cares what I have to say? <laughs> yeah, but he, 
everybody's got to realize that he is first and foremost a Twitter troll. Yes. Okay. And yes, he, is. he does these things to make news. Yep. And then the response by um, the United Nations, uh, when they actually gave him the plan, made no news. Okay. Like, and it's not going to. And nobody's going to call him on this shit because he won't do an interview with anybody that'll call him on this shit. He's not going to tweet about it. So, like, we're just kind of stuck. We're stuck in this world where everybody remembers the moment he did that and doesn't remember the fact that they actually provided him the plan that he asked for. He's too busy. He's too busy taking interviews where he says that Warren Buffett's life seems boring. 100 he's just he's just a twitter troll like i'm sorry yeah. but like at his core like that is what he wants to do with his platform because while many of his products have made the world a better place he has not used his platform to make the world a better place in any conceivable measure because there's some i'm convinced that something happens to you when you have that much money that you cannot see the world through a rational lens. You just can't. So, well, I mean, if you think about it, okay. So yeah, tease this out and then we'll move on to something else. That man has been about as right as you could possibly be, what, four times in his life? Uh, yeah, but yeah, yes. He has done things that people would give half their body or their entire body to do once and he's done it over he sold companies for sums of money that you and i i think would go into a coma i mean if i made as as much as he does on the average day i would never work again yeah so (laughs) it just it it's got to morph your sense of worldview right when 100 when you have this sort of i can't do any wrong and he's one of the few that it's about as right as you'll ever be and the he's business got the, he's got the confidence to he's got confidence based on real world um accomplishments like, like he's not irrationally confident like i want so badly to make a comparison to Dion Waiters, Eddie House, no, you know, Javon Carter, like it's not etc. It's not that at all. He's confident because he's really, really, really. I mean, there isn't a word to describe how good he is at what he does. There just isn't. There isn't a word in the English language to describe how amazing he is at at what he does. So I mean, it, it it's a weird dichotomy. Like the it's so much easier to dunk on Trump. It's so e- it's so much easier to do stuff like that because Trump just has a track record of failure. Failing. Yeah. Of being a trustful and idiot. So then when you go to Elon, <laughs> it's just like it, he he doesn't fail. He never really has. On a and big if scale, did, you, if he did, you wouldn't. You, he, it wouldn't even affect him at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, in fact, people don't realize it's like if SpaceX never goes to the moon or Mars, it doesn't really matter. In him. fact, and what's funny is I keep thinking of you, you finished Succession, right? Uh, I have two episodes left. 
Okay. Well, unfortunately. Well, okay. So then I won't get into the specifics of it, but there's a scene at the end. I, I forget if it's, a se- I think it's actually the last, it's either the second or the last episode, second to last or last episode as Tim is messing with his uh, background. Um, where the Gojo uh, owner, they like talk shit about Mark Zuckerberg, but then he does this whole monologue about how like success bores him. And what really excites him is failure. That's the type of shit that Elon is doing on Twitter. Where he's almost just inviting failure. I think psychologically he wants it somewhere deep in his. Because all of these people use failure and uh, slights to motivate them. They all do it. Every single one. And at a certain point, you have to make those up because nobody is going to seriously say that Elon isn't intelligent, hasn't done a lot of good for the world, or doesn't build amazing products. It's just not true. So, just that we know that he has some inkling to do positive in the world. So we yeah. want to be able to push that even further for him to do even more good in the world because he has the capability to do it and it not impact his life. Is he the shittiest of the super, super wealthy people? No, he's not. No, not no. by a long shot. No, but that's, but that's why he's, he's the one the that people one get one talked about. He's the only one running his mouth all the time about Well, that's he's true. Con- that, that's fair. He's, He's the only one that's constantly like, by the way, they all do this. Gates does it. Buffett has done it in, in different yeah. instances. The Walton family never speaks, but we know how they feel about things. Um, so they all do it, but Elon does it like every week. He's talking yeah. about tax rates and it's like, you're just wrong. I mean, you open like, up you're, his you're Twitter. Not, you're not going to win this battle. <laughs> like, you open up his Twitter and it stops refreshing after three days. Yeah. You just go to his page. It stops refresh. At least my phone just did. It stopped refreshing the tweets after th- going back to three days. He's very online. He's very he online. The fuck up. And he's, he's always yeah. talking about it. Like even Anyways. his whole, we live in a simulation thing. I wish he would do more of that because at least there, I don't have definitive evidence that he's 100% wrong. Yeah. Like just, again, it, it his story, I think, bothers liberals the most because he was so on our side for yep. so long. Yep. He was like our Iron Man or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Forever. And then it flipped once he actually like was really rich, not just rich. Shout out Iron Man too, the opener. Yeah, it would be like if Jay Z went from where he was now and like a hundred x his and net she, worth, and, and then was all of a sudden then talking she, about and then like, cheated on Beyonce. Well, no, that's stop it. Stop it. I'm not I'm not getting into that shit here. But I'm saying, like, if you got a hundred X and then it was all of a sudden like, you know what? I don't think I should have to pay taxes. Like that's what it, yeah. that's that's why this is such a big deal for us and other people who are like-minded. So this is a perfect segue into something that I just want to briefly mention and then we'll get out of here. Um so you want to speak about companies that aren't paying taxes, you want to talk about companies that are Really just ruining America if you want to be hyperbolic about it. Zillow, any thoughts? I have enjoyed their downfall. 
more than just about any other company what, that what, what, possibly can. What is your estimate of their current uh, company's value right now? Yeah, see, that's the thing is that like when everybody in the industry is telling you, hey, the estimate tool is bullshit, it overestimates everything, and you're like, watch this, we'll prove that it's not. You kind of get what you deserve. Yeah. Like the tool doesn't work. It's never worked. It's been the bane of real estate agent and broker's existence for years. And you just proved it doesn't work by buying houses at that rate. Oh, and by the way, thank you. Over again. Thank you. You you really, you really showed your work on that one. Like that's just incredible. And that's the thing with these tech companies is that they're, some of them are quote unquote light years ahead. Some of them really are just smart. That's the great Joe Lake of one seven, then missed the playoffs for like four straight years or something or no three, three years, I think. Two really maybe, well, maybe even I think it was just one. I think you know the saying goes that time flies when you're having fun, but I think for that I just relished in it so much that it felt so long because it was just so yeah, beautiful. It was one year. It was one year technically because I made the playing game last year. That's yeah, so you you and I both know that the playing game does not count. Historically, it does. And then they but missed, with- and then they lost to a LeBron that was seeing nine hoops. So, so. Some of these tech companies really are smarter, yes. but not all of them. Just because you're in Silicon Valley and you're worth billions doesn't actually make you smarter than everybody else automatically. See Zillow. Uh, see, sorry, what's the, the rental workspace? We work. We work. <laughs> okay. See any number of these electric vehicle startups that have come about over the last five years. Right. Okay. It doesn't. Having money and being in Silicon Valley does not automatically mean that everything you touch is going to turn to gold. Right. And that's what separates uh, people who are running Zillow from like Elon Musk. Right. Okay. Because they're both assholes to the highest degree possible. They both think they're always right. It's just one actually is. Right. And that's how you go from being just a billionaire to like being private prison rich. <laughs> so, it's like, well, I should just buy a private prison. I mean, it's a, it's a good investment. I've got the money. It's almost That's what like, I'm talking about. That. It's almost like a casino, but now we know that there are certain people that can bankrupt casinos. Um, so, you know, <laughs> but I'm going to leave you with just one of my favorite rich guy quotes. It comes to us from the lovely Mark Cuban on a former HBO sports uh, television show. What would I do with $3 billion? The way that they do it is just different. That's how their brain works. What would I do with $3 billion? Thanks everybody for listening. Um, You can find us on all the socials. T Felix 3412, T Laduke 32. Um, we'll probably be back to you guys with a movie or maybe another hour long rant about something. We'll see. Watch this space. Uh, techers, please do us all a favor and along with Elon Musk, um, and at all, please go fuck yourself. Elsa Monroe, please play us out. One day, someday, fiction girl, 
She's my one day someday She's my one day someday Gonna have her, gonna call my baby One day someday She's gonna call me baby, gonna have a baby I can see it in her eyes Our future's all so bright Gonna wake up by her One day someday She's my one day someday Girl. She's my one day someday